Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I have a word for you this morning that by the power and the grace of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to release to you, praying in the name of Jesus, that it increases for some of you and births for some of you the breaker spirit. Now, I'm probably going to say things this morning that you've heard before. Come on. But there's nothing wrong with that. Because I believe I have an assignment to speak to you today about the breaker sound. Everybody say sound. It's probably not shocking to you. But the sound of this house is not relegated to a stage. It's not relegated to microphones. It's a corporate sound. It's the sound of his people. It's the sound of heaven being released through the ecclesia. It's the sound of breakthrough. And what has taken place and will continue to take place in this house for the last six years is we have aligned ourselves and ourselves with the atmosphere, the assignment, and the authority of heaven. And I have news for you today. Passive, mocking spirit, it's not about to bow to your Who does that girl think she is? First of all, I turn 34 years old next week. That's not bad, right? Who does that little white girl think she is? (laughs) Well, my daddy is Paul Owens. And my mama is Kim Owens. And above all of that, I'm a daughter of the Most High. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The Alpha and the Omega. The Alpha I am a daughter of the lion of the tribe of Judah and that's why I can stand before you this morning and release a breaker Stay standing, stay standing Micah 2 12 through 13, we know it well. I shall most certainly assemble all of you, O Jacob. I shall surely gather the remnant of Israel. I shall bring them together like sheep in the fold, multiplying the nation. Like a flock in the midst of its pasture, like the place, the place will swarm with many people and hum loudly with noise. Some other versions say hum loudly with praise. Thank you, Jesus. The breaker, the Messiah who opens the way. We can't talk about the breaker spirit without talking about the breaker, which they've done an incredible job of all morning. Shall go up before them, liberating them. They will then break out. They'll pass through the gate and they'll go out. So their king goes on before them, the Lord at their head. You see, this morning when we align with the breaker, 
I'm already sweating. <laughs> the result is a sound that is released. Listen, that breaks through. Breaks through religious barriers, dismantles principalities, causes prison doors to shake, every chain to be broken, every demonic stronghold and strategy pushed back, and causes the church, listen, to resonate with the authority that Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price for us to have. It's the breaker sound. For some of you, I'm saying things you've heard a thousand times around here. I'm here to remind you of who you are this morning, fresh start. For some of you, this is brand new and we can tell. And I took that out of my notes. I had it in my notes and then I took it out because I was like, too much, too much. And then it just flew out of my mouth. We can tell. That's why we got to push a little harder. That's why we got to stretch the song out a little longer than maybe you're comfortable with. That's why we got to do so many drum breaks because we're trying to raise breakers in this house. And for some of you, you think we're allowed just to be loud. And I say to you this morning, you're welcome. You're welcome for the open atmosphere. You have had the ability to worship up under today. Breakers took care of that for you this morning. You're welcome for the glory and the power that you've already encountered today. Because that's what the breaker anointing does. It breaks off flesh. It breaks off religion. It breaks off pride and passivity. It's working in this house. That's why you came here. The breaker anointing is working. And what that means is, if you actually yield to the atmosphere, then your breakthrough is right around the corner. It means that instead of being a spectator, help me, Holy Spirit, then you can actually begin to contribute to the revival atmosphere. Not for me, not for them, but for the sake of revival and for the sake of the United States of America. I hear heaven this morning. Lift your hands. Lord, I thank you for this house. There's no house like this house. You have a special anointing on this house. 
You have a breaker, ox, pioneering, forerunner anointing on this house for such a time as this, for the sake of revival and for the sake of our nation. So I ask you this morning, Holy Spirit, that you would allow me to release the word that you have given me with authority, weight, and power that appears the hearts of your people this morning. And oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we would get a new revelation of the breaker anointing like we have never had before so that we can step out of this place, oh God, with the sound of heaven on the inside side of our mouths. In Jesus' name shout hallelujah! You can be seated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit is highlighting the breaker sound today because of what we already carry. And I have to tell you this morning, as your worship pastor, because that's what I am, it's an honor and it's a privilege to lead you into the presence of the Lord every single week. I wouldn't want to do it anywhere else. I promise. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I wouldn't want to do it with any other people. If the Lord calls me to do that someday, that's fine. But for right now, this is the only place I want to be and you're the only people I want to be with because you carry the breaker sound. Amen. But I believe he's highlighting the breaker sound today because of specificity, pride, lawlessness, perversion, unrighteousness, religiosity rises in the American church. Come on, somebody. And in our nation, heaven is looking for a breaker church with a breaker sound that resonates with authority and commands every mocking spirit of darkness. Come on, to shut up and bow to the ultimate authority. Bow to the lion and the lamb. Bow to the alpha and the omega, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the chief cornerstone, the great high priest. His name is Jesus. And one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he and he alone is Lord. He is the one the breaker makes way for. I hear heaven this morning. Where are the breakers? A breaker sound is birthed in high praise. Shocking. <laughs> I'm sure you knew I was going to go there this morning. Here's the thing. When we go there, when we move into a place of high praise, it's to first and foremost give the glory to God that he deserves. Amen? Secondly, it's to move you, listen, and your flesh and carnality, thank you, Jesus, to a place of breakthrough. So then we can, in turn, release breakthrough. This is why I always take my time as your worship leader, and Sam does the same, to move you into a place of high praise. This is scriptural, and I'm going to give it to you in just a second. A few weeks ago, I had to do like high praise 101 during Gap. And I had to be like, okay, if you can just kind of get your feet off the ground a little bit. And there you go. Okay. Now just a little bit higher. Okay. There it is. There it is. Okay. We got it. All right. And then maybe we can like go this way, a little bit of this way, right? And then maybe we can start doing this. And then pretty soon you're like, Wah! that's high praise. Thank you. You laugh, but I don't see it as much as we should see it. You see, I don't need a breakthrough. I'm good. I will say, well, then where's your praise? Am I right? 
If you're good, if you're healed, if you're set free, if you're sanctified, if you're delivered, you should be making laps around this building every time we come up in this house. When you forget what he's brought you through, listen to me, it might be time for another breakthrough. Now I'm going to give you a Bible. Psalm 149, 6 through 9. Here we go. All these scriptures happen to be very long and wordy, but it's kind of fitting for my personality. <laughs> Whatever. God's high and holy praises fill their mouths. God's high and holy praises fill their mouths. God's high and holy praises fill their mouths. For their shouted praises, listen, are their weapons of war. These warring weapons will bring a vengeance on every opposing force and every resistant power to bind kings with chains and rulers with iron shackles. Praise-filled warriors will enforce the judgment doom decreed against their enemies. This is the glorious honor he gives to all of his godly lovers. Hallelujah. Praise the Praise him! Praise him! Do you feel the spirit of praise in this place? If you only knew! This scripture is our directive. This is not an option. This is not an option. This is not an alternative. This is our directive. This is our command as the body of Christ. To use our shouted praises as weapons of war. And then our warring weapons bring vengeance on every opposing force. His praise-filled warriors will enforce the judgment, doom, decreed against their enemies. Shout praise-filled warriors. There needs to be an understanding here that no praise is an empty praise. No praise is a wasted praise. We are not, thank you Holy Spirit for giving me the kindest way to say this. Praise is not just something we do in the first 20 minutes of the service while we're waiting on some of you to get here and in your seat. Let me help you out. 10-15ers, 10-20ers, 10-35ers. We're way in by 10-35. <laughs> Because here's what you need to understand. While you're getting your spirit all warmed up because you decided just to wake up and slide into this place like a carnal religious person, we're up here binding kings with shackles and rulers and reigners with iron shackles. We're enforcing doom against our enemies. We're busy! We're not taking up time. We're not trying to warm you up. We're doing business because we are breakers. I hear heaven this morning. Where are the breakers? As we know, high praise makes the devil run and makes heaven come. Amen. High praise welcomes the king of glory which in turn welcomes salvation, freedom, deliverance, healing, revival. And ultimately, listen, this is the most important, welcomes the breaker. That's what high praise does. So we can access breakthrough, and then we can release breakthrough. 
Psalm 150 says this, another long scripture. You're welcome. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise God. You know what? I have to tell you something. This is not in my notes. All of my pages are my notes. My husband said, wow, you have a lot of pages of notes there. (laughs) I talk really quickly. You've already picked up on that. We've taken the word of God out of our praise and our worship. This is maybe why you don't see these scriptures anymore. Because we're too lazy and too carnal and too uncomfortable to actually apply them to what we come to do in this place together. And if I do anything today or even in this earth, it will be bringing back the sacredness of praise and worship to where it belongs. I will give my life to giving the Lord his highest praise and I will give my life to bringing his people into a place of praise where he gets what he deserves. Back to it, Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with a trumpet sound. Praise him with harp and lair. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And then it says it again, praise the Lord. energy and intensity listen in praise and in worship does not always come natural you have to understand it's not something that you just kind of okay because it requires a great sacrifice to your flesh listen every single time Every single time we take that stage, every single time our youth and our young adults fled down to this altar, and I see some of you out here doing the same, what we're doing, the second that we walk in here, it starts with pre-service prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for our pre-service prayer team. They are breakers. They are breakers. There is such thing as breaker intercession, and they carry it, they birth it, and then they release it. Praise the Lord for your prayer team right now. There's step one. They're step one and they're helping you out. They're helping you out, get your flesh off a little bit. They're helping to move you into that place of sacrificing your flesh. Listen, it has to take place every single time we come into this house. Why? Because the devil wants to shut us up. He wants to keep us prideful. He wants to keep us religious. He wants us to back down because he knows that there's power in the shouts of praise-filled warriors. You say you're just doing it all for show up there. What I do up there, first of all, I've paid a great price for. Second of all, every time I'm up there, if you have an Apple Watch, you know, beep beep, would you like to record this workout? And I have to be like, Did you know that I walked through those doors right there, past all of our praise-filled warriors? I was down there for maybe three minutes. Do, do, do. Would you like to record your workout? I don't need to do it in front of you because it's not for you, it's for him. 
and when you realize who you're doing it for and what he's done for you, nothing will be able to contain your praise. Nothing will be able to contain your shout. Let the mockers mock. Let the religious say what they want to say. But I've been set free. I've been redeemed. If you are physically unable to release high praise, listen to me this morning. I'm not just speaking to physical praise alone. I'm speaking to the spirit of praise. I can spot a prideful person and a physically unable person like within seconds. You know what? I know that they can't do that. My dad would be one of them. I know that he can't give the full praise that he longs to give. But he has on the inside of him a spirit of praise. And what that does is that cancels out and attacks, come on, every spirit of religion, passivity, and pride. I don't care what you're capable of in your flesh, but what are you capable of in your spirit? There is a marked difference between being physically unable to praise and when you have given yourself over to pride and passivity. There's a difference. And we can feel you when you walk through the doors, just so you know. Pride and passivity are the number one enemies to the breaker praise, to the breaker shout, and to the breaker church. Let me give you some scripture. These are short. Proverbs 16.5. Everyone who is proud in heart that means pride, is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. Obadiah 1.3, the arrogance of your heart has deceived you, sir. It has deceived you, ma'am. And the one who lives in the clefts of the rock on the height of his dwelling place, who says in his heart, who will bring me down to earth? James 4, 17, this is your passivity scripture. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. One of the most impactful stories in the Bible, I believe, of praise versus the spirit of pride and the spirit of passivity is the story of David and his wife, Michael. This is a long one. Ready? 2 Samuel 6, 14 through 23. It's so good though. This is so good. And David danced before the Lord with all of his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns. But as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window and when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt for him. 
They brought the ark of the Lord and they set it in its place inside the special tent David had prepared for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. And when he had finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. Then he gave to every Israelite, man and woman in the crowd, a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. Then all the people returned to their homes. When David returned to his home to bless his family, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. And she said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Michael, this is a good one. I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father. As if we didn't like David enough, right? (laughs) And all of his family. He appointed me as a leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrate before the Lord. Yes, and I am willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those servant girls you mentioned, they will indeed think I am distinguished. And listen to this. So Michael, the daughter of Saul, remained childless throughout her entire life. When Michael saw David praising and dancing before the Lord, she felt contempt for him. Another version says she despised him. Listen, if someone's freedom or someone's praise and worship moves you to a place of contempt or disgust or criticism, that means you, my friend, have given yourself over to a Michael spirit. That means you've chosen the spirit of pride and passivity over the spirit of praise and worship. That's a scary place to be, right? That's actually a terrifying place to be. Another version says Michael's pride and passivity ultimately, ultimately, listen, produced barrenness. The definition of the word barrenness means this, not producing, unproductive, unfruitful, listen, without capacity. This is why we make such a big deal about your capacity and your tenacity in this house. Don't get it confused if you can't hang. It's not that hard. It just starts with the spirit of breaker praise and maybe that breaker shout that you haven't released quite yet. And maybe when you release that, it'll cancel out every spirit of barrenness. And for the first time in your life, you'll hear breakthrough, you'll see breakthrough, and you'll feel breakthrough. You want your capacity increased? First, listen to all of dad's messages he just preached about increased capacity. And then get rid of your pride and your passivity and then praise the Lord, all ye people. Because the spirit of praise breaks through to freedom and the spirit of pride and passivity births barrenness. Let's talk about the spirit of praise for a few more seconds this morning. Isaiah 61.3 says this. 
to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss, instead of tears and the mantle of joyous praise, instead of the spirit of heaviness, because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness, planted by Yahweh as a living display of his glory. The term mighty oaks of righteousness means this. Listen, this is so powerful. Like the oak of a hardwood tree used to make yokes for oxen. Which symbolizes strength, might, stability, conviction, uprightness, and resoluteness. Because of their spirit of praise, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness. The breaker sound, the breaker anointing, the pioneering anointing, the ox anointing, listen to me this morning, is birthed in the spirit of praise, in high praise. Don't wear the shirt if you can't release the praise. I stand up there, I see you. Why is she wearing that shirt? I'm just kidding, I don't do that. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm, I, nobody has said this, but I think that shirt is very important. And I think that means something for this house. I almost see it when I put it on like a mantle. And I hope you see it the same way. It's not to be messed with. It's not to be tampered with. It's not to be played down to accommodate your flesh and however you decided to walk into this building this morning. The modern church has removed biblical high praise simply because it confronts the flesh. That's it, that's the only reason. It's uncomfortable. And God forbid we provoke people and make them feel uncomfortable. Can I tell you that the only reason your flesh would feel uncomfortable in a revival atmosphere is if you feed it more than you feed your spirit? That's it. That's why. That's the only reason you would ever feel uncomfortable in this house. It's not because I'm screaming or because Sam's screaming or because my mom's screaming. That's not why. That's not why you feel uncomfortable. You don't feel uncomfortable. Your flesh feels uncomfortable. But I promise you, if you begin to feed your spirit more than you feed your flesh, you won't just saunter into this building with a religious stuck-up spirit. But you'll run into this place ready to release a breaker sound. I hear heaven morning where are the breakers when you starve your flesh your spirit wins the war every time when you starve your flesh your spirit wins the war and when your spirit wins the war high praise is released and breakthrough is birth thank you Jesus so what has happened in the American church is that we have removed high praise and breakthrough praise. And that births spineless, broken down, 
self-indulgent people in churches. But I hear heaven asking this morning, where are the breakers? Right here. A few years ago, we wrote a song called Breaking In. They sang it this morning. Writing that song was and still is a very, very deep conviction for me. I hold that song very heavily. I think the only thing I wrote were the verses. There is a sound. There's a sound that breaks open the heavens. And I wrote them right back there on that stage in the middle of a gap service. I got a piece of paper and a pen and And then I handed the paper to Sam and David and I say, make a song out of this. (laughs) And they did because that's what they do. Yes, amen. The Holy Spirit had pressed deep into my spirit and has been doing it for some, quite a few years now, that there was only one sound. There was only one sound that breaks up the fallow ground. There is only one sound that shifts atmospheres. There is only one sound that sets the captives free, and that's the sound of heaven. It's the breaker sound. It's the sound of breakthrough. There is only one sound. Hear me today. There is a counterfeit sound in this earth being released. And this sound carries no authority, it carries no weight, and it carries no power. And I'm not talking about secular music. I prayed about this before talking to you about it this morning, so hear my heart. Like I said, I carry very deep conviction for the sound of heaven. Because I've heard it. Because I've tasted. And because I've seen. And because I've tasted and because I've seen, I'm not satisfied with any other sound except his sound. We'll be in the car. We'll be listening to Christian radio. Bless him. And it'll be doing its thing. Some of it's fine, okay? And then all of a sudden, you can ask my husband, turn it off. This is Christian radio. Turn it off. Why? That's not his sound. There is no weight to this. There is no authority in this. This doesn't carry or activate his power. This is not his sound. I carry a deep conviction for his sound. Listen to me this morning in this building and across whatever you're watching through today. The sound of heaven is not to be messed with. It is not to be watered down. It is not to be manipulated to placate to human emotion. The sound of heaven shreds atmospheres. It divides between soul and spirit. Every counterfeit sound has to bow to the sound of heaven. It matters what you sing. It matters how you sing it. 
It matters when you sing it. It's not about you. It's not about your preference. It's not about what makes you comfortable. It's about aligning with the sound and the authority and the assignment of heaven. And only, and I say only, when we partner with heaven will glory be released. The counterfeit sound carries more sensitivity. Let me help you out. The counterfeit sound carries more sensitivity than it does victory. It doesn't break off flesh, it satisfies it. The counterfeit sound doesn't challenge hell. It doesn't challenge the prince and power of the air. It bows underneath the pressure of it. This is why we wrote Breaking In, to challenge the counterfeit sound and to break through and make way for the breaker and then let the brown breaker sound be released. Heaven is asking this morning, where are the breakers? Where are the breaker churches? Where are the breaker pastors? Where are the breaker worship leaders? Where are the breaker songwriters? Where are they? 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 Where are the breaker intercessors that will stand up with the sound of the ecclesia, the authority of Jesus Christ, and release true break through heaven is asking this morning. Where are the breakers? Let me give you a little background this morning on the spirit of praise and breakthrough. Judges 1, 1 through 2 says this. Now it came about after the death of Joshua that the sons, the descendants of Israel, Jacob, asked the Lord, who shall go up first for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? And the Lord said, there you go, shall go up first. For behold, I have given the land into his hand. Judah means go first. Judah means make way. You hear us say that a lot around here. Judah means to think. Judah means to praise. What does that mean? It means we go first. First, we make way with our praise. Now, as we know, in the Bible, it tells us that Judah had twin sons. Genesis 38, 27 through 30 says this. Are you ready? Now when the time came for her, it's Tamar, to give birth, there were twins in her womb. And when she was in labor, one baby put out his hand. And the midwife took his hand and tied a scarlet thread on it saying, this one was born first. But he pulled back his hand. And his brother was born first and she said what a breach you have made for yourself to be the firstborn so he he was named Perez which means breach break forth afterward his brother who had the scarlet thread on his hand was born and his name is Zerod you never really hear anything else about him again Zerah extended his hand from the womb, but then he pulled it back. Thus, Perez was born. His name meaning breaking out because he had broken through. 
Perez means breaker. Now listen, I have three babies. They have all come out one at a time. Thank you, Jesus. And all the mamas say, praise the Lord. Nobody was like sticking hands out and pulling them back in and like none of that was happening, right? Can I get it, amen? Like everybody's head came out first. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't watch it because I was at the top doing all the work. Thank you, Jesus. So I can't really wrap my mind around what that was like. And one commentary that I read said this happening in the middle of birth was physiologically difficult to imagine. It said the image of this would be quite violent. That kind of breakthrough required a level of violence. And we know, because we read our Bible, that in Matthew, it tells us that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Breakers take it by force. Perez took it by force. Now listen to this. Ruth 4, 18 through 22. Now these are the descendants of Perez, that little baby breaker. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram the father of Aminadab. Aminadab the father of Nashon. Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon the father of Boaz. Boaz the father of Obed. Obed the father of Jesse. And Jesse the father of David, the king of Israel and the ancestor of Jesus Christ. Little did this little tiny baby breaker know that he was making way for the breaker, for the El Shaddai, for the great I am, for the Alpha and the Omega, for the King of Kings, for the Lord of Lords, for the great high priest, for the holy and righteous one, for the lion of the tribe of Judah. This morning, where are the breakers? And like I said before, don't really hear much about poor little passive babies here again. It's true. The name Perez means breach and burst forth. Perez means breaker. The Bible says Judah beget Perez, which means praise begets breakthrough. So if you're still looking for your breaker anointing, if you're still looking for your breakthrough, let me help you out this morning. It might have gotten lost back at song number one and, and song number two and, and maybe in the prophetic pool after that. That might, that might be where your breakthrough got lost because my Bible tells me that praise begets breakthrough. Why can they shout like that? Why can they praise like that? How are they that loud for that long? Because we know that praise births breakthrough. Breakthrough. 
This is why you can't stop. This is why I can't stop. This is why passive, prideful praise is not welcome in this atmosphere. We don't have time for you, and we don't have time for your religious spirit. We have breakthrough to birth. Heaven is asking this morning, where are the breakers? When Tamar was giving birth, the babies literally flipped positions on the inside of her. And Perez broke through. He made it out first. And that day, entrance order meant everything. It meant everything. Because entrance order meant birthright. Birthright means position. And it means inheritance. Zira, listen to me, I wasn't being mean about him being passive because he was. Zira reached out and started to grab birthright, started to grab inheritance, started to grab breakthrough, but the scripture said he pulled back his hand. It didn't say nobody, it didn't say Perez was chokehold numb, pulling him back gagging on. It didn't say that. His passivity pulled back his hand. So Perez said, well, if you don't want it, I do. Because breakers get the spoil of the passive. Breakers get the spoil of the passive. Okay, fine. You don't want your healing? I'll take it. Okay, fine. You don't want your deliverance? I'll take it. You don't want your breakthrough? I'll take it. Heaven is asking, where are the breakers? In those days, birthright literally meant, listen to me, this is important, it meant a double portion. It meant a judicial authority. And Perez said, excuse me, lazy baby, you do you because I got to get my inheritance. That double portion is mine. That judicial authority, that belongs to me because breakers get the spoil of the passive. You had no idea this morning that in the middle of your lazy, in the middle of your lazy, your breakthrough and your healing was moving right on past you and looking for a breaker to land on. I don't think they want it. No, they came in pretty passive today. I don't, I don't, I don't think they want, I don't think they want their healing today. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over here to her because she, she won't shut up. She won't shut up. She won't back down. She won't back down. Oh, I don't think he wants it. He's too passive. He's got too much pride. I don't think he wants it. That, that's okay. I'll find this one and I'll bring his prodigal home because he's looking for a breaker to land on this morning. Breakers, get the spoil of the past. Stand to your feet all over this house.
The Bible says Judah begets Perez. Praise begets breakthrough, which means Judah is a position, but Perez is a birthright, which tells me that if praise is my position, then breakthrough is my birthright. Breakthrough is the inheritance of the breaker. Heaven is asking this morning, where are the breakers? There is a double portion in the breaker praise. There is a judicial, judicial authority in the breaker shout. And when you release a breaker sound, heaven listens and all of hell has to bow. Now, I got a few more things to say this morning. So stay with me. The power of the breaker praise, listen, this is important. The breaker spirit and the breaker sound is the ability to breach the accuser. It means to make an attack on the enemy, weaken the enemy, and then break through. The word breach means a gap, as in a wall made by battering. Listen to this. The military definition of breach is the mechanical or explosive operation of creating a hole in the enemy's defensive positions. It is a multi-phase operation that requires repeated rehearsals from all participants and exhaustive preparation in order to be successful. At the core of it, there is a lane created for force, forces to rush through, adding my words, to break through. What if your breaker shout and your breaker praise wasn't just about you? What if it wasn't just about me this morning? What if the sound of the church of Jesus Christ actually acted like the ecclesia and used their breaker voice to breach the walls of the accuser? That blew a hole so big in the plans of the enemy that the lost and the broken could break through into freedom and into the spirit of revival. What if? Our breakers sound, listen to me, penetrates the walls of the enemy. And then what it does, it tears down the wall. And then we get to call in the sick, the tormented, the dead, the dry, the Mr. and Mrs. religion. We get to call them in. We get to call them in through to the other side. And we say, come on through. The breakers may way for you this morning. There's freedom on the other side of this wall. There's freedom on the other side of your sickness, of your disease, of your pride, of your passivity. You have no idea what kind of breakthrough or whose breakthrough you're blocking with your pride and with your passivity. We're on the front lines. We're on the front lines. We're always on the front lines. Let me help you out. This house is on the front lines. Not just the front-ish section or the stage or the pastors. This house is on the front lines. We are breakers. Our responsibility is to create a lane for 
others to rush through and encounter the breaker. Lift your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Spirit in this place. And to you. Pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. Mr. and Mrs. Religion. To you it just sounds like a bunch of noise. But to the sick, it's the sound of healing. To the tormented, it's the sound of peace. To the dead and to the dry, it's the sound of life. And to the bound and the broken, it's the sound of breakthrough. Heaven is asking this morning, is looking for a breaker church with a breaker sound listen to me online it can't just be us we'll do what we're supposed to do we'll stand in our position we'll hold open the door to revival we are breakers and we will remain breakers but it can't just be us heaven is looking for a breaker church with a breaker sound. I hear heaven this morning. Where are the breakers? Where are they? Where are they? I can't use that church. They don't even gather anymore. I can't use that church. They cater to carnality. They bow to religion every single time. I can't use that. I can't use that church. All they're worried about is butts in the seats and their 25 Sunday morning services that only last 25 minutes. I can't use them. But wait. There's this church in Peoria, Arizona. just won't stop. Actually, they won't settle. They won't back down. They have this cry. It's a cry of desperation. They're breakers. They're relentless. And they have fought all of hell to keep the door open to revival. They shift atmospheres. They shatter principalities. Heaven says they have the breakers sound Thank you for listening in to the Fresh Start Church podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. You can order Pastor Kim's book, Doorkeepers of Revival, at doorkeepersofrevival.com. And you can listen to Fresh Start Revival Worship on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you stream your music. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.